Greetings and welcome to the Physiology Friday newsletter. Exercise is the most potent longevity intervention we have at our disposal. To my knowledge, there's not a single study that doesn't show at least some exercise is better than none. And most even show that more exercise is better when it comes to improving health span and lifespan, at least up to a certain point. But one of the issues plaguing this type of research is that most of it is observational. Engaging in more physical activity is associated with lower all-cause mortality. The saying, causation doesn't equal correlation, thus applies. Even though we know that physical activity does directly improve a myriad of health-related risk factors and biomarkers. There's also the issue of reversed causality. This concept states that people who are sicker, who have limited mobility, or who are gen genetically predisposed to have lower physical activity levels will, of course, have worse health outcomes in the long term. In other words, it's not lower activity per se that's increasing mortality risk, but the underlying conditions that are related to low activity levels. Healthy people engage in healthy behaviors, and unhealthy people don't, or sometimes can't. There's been a lot of chatter about biological age lately due to the introduction of commercially available, quote, age clocks, also known as epigenetic clocks. Age clocks allow us to estimate someone's real age as opposed to their chronological age and indicate how fast they're aging. When your biological age is lower than your chronological age, that's a plus. Could slower rates of biological aging explain the association between physical activity and a longer life? If so, we may have identified a causal pathway for the longevity-promoting benefits of exercise. A recent preprint, this means it's a study that has yet to undergo peer review, uniquely investigated this question using participants from a cohort study known as the Finnish Twin Cohort. This study comprises same-sex twins born in Finland before the year 1958. Participants provided information regarding their physical activity levels at three time points. 1975, 1981, and 1990. A total of 22,750 twins comprised the entire sample, while a subgroup of 1,153 comprised a sample with data on DNA-based aging measures. To assess biological aging, two epigenetic clocks were used, DNA-M Grim Age and Dunedin Pace. Briefly, Grim Age is a mortality risk estimate. How likely is one to die in the near future? Grim age calculates something called age acceleration. How old is someone biologically relative to how old they should be chronologically? In this case, a lower age acceleration is better. Dunedin pace measures one's rate of aging. How many biological years, years is one aging per calendar year? A slower rate of aging is better. If you're somewhat confused by these measures, don't despair. Most of the aging field is. Differences in short and long-term all-cause mortality and the biological aging indices were investigated between four classes of physical activity and additionally adjusted for important potentially confounding factors like participants' age, body mass index, education level, smoking status, health status, and alcohol use. Class 1 were categorized as sedentary, class two were classified as moderately active, class three were classified as active, and class four were the highly active group. Importantly, class one fell below the recommended amount 
of physical activity, 150 minutes per week, while classes two through four exceeded the minimum. Class two just about met the minimum, class three had about three times the minimum, and class four had about eight times the minimum amount of physical activity. The twin aspect of the study served to account for familial factors. The association between physical activity and mortality was assessed for monozygotic twins, i.e. it controlled for shared environmental and genetic factors, and dizygotic twins, i.e. it controlled for shared environmental factors, but only partially for genetic factors. Let's take a look at some of the results. There was a U-shaped association between physical activity and mortality. Specifically, participants who were sedentary, class 1, and highly active, class 4, were biologically older than participants who were moderately active and active. However, after adjusting for all of the lifestyle and health-related factors, only the highly active group was biologically older than the moderately active and the active groups by around 1.3 and 1.8 years, respectively. When measuring age acceleration using the Dunedin pace clock, the only difference noted was a faster rate of aging among the sedentary group compared to the active group, again in the fully adjusted model. Mortality was 15 to 23% lower, on average, among the active groups compared to the sedentary group, though the risk reduction was only around 7% after adjusting for all confounding variables. Compared to the sedentary group, all of the active groups had more consistent lower risks for short-term mortality, but less consistently for long-term mortality, which on the whole wasn't statistically significant. When comparing mortality within pairs of twins, lower risks were observed in the moderately active and highly active classes compared to the sedentary class. This was consistent for all twin pairs combined, as well as for dizygotic and monozygotic pairs. However, again, after adjusting for health-related factors, the lower risk was observed only among the total sample and monozygotic twins. Furthermore, when pairs of twins who reported non-communicable diseases were excluded, the beneficial associations between activity and all-cause mortality were no longer significant. There was an article published by the New York Post about this study with the headline, Exercise May Not Be the Key to Living Longer. It Might Even Be Aging You Faster. Did they get this wrong? Not completely. While this study did observe some beneficial associations between leisure time physical activity and a slower biological aging rate and lower mortality risk, a lot of this seemed to be explained by health-related factors. Furthermore, the mortality risk reduction was observed in the moderately active group, class 2, with no further benefit observed for the active and highly active groups. In other words, more activity wasn't better which contrasts the often-observed dose-response association between physical activity and all-cause mortality. Furthermore, being active was only associated with a lower mortality risk in the short term, suggesting that the long-term benefits of physical activity require one to maintain their levels of activity. In this study, the physical activity levels were only measured over a 15-year time span, while mortality was assessed over a 30-year follow-up during which participants may have changed their activity habits. Regarding the biological age clocks, results indicated that being active was associated with slower biological aging, although, again, adjusting for health-related factors attenuated this association. In other words, sedentary people seem to age faster due, an due to an accumulation of unhealthy lifestyle factors and not just because they're less active. 
Furthermore, biological age acceleration seems to be independent of the association between exercise and mortality risk. And what about the higher biological age in the highly active group when compared to their less active peers? When the researchers dug deeper into DNA methylation-based proteins that were part of the age calculation, two stuck out. DNA methylation-based cystatin C and beta-2 microglobulin. Both of these are markers of kidney function, and when levels are elevated, they're associated with a higher mortality risk. So perhaps these play a role in the associations observed herein. The authors conclude the paper by saying, quote, rather than leisure time physical activity per se, reducing the risk of mortality, being active may be an indicator of a healthy phenotype and an overall healthy lifestyle, which co-occur with a lower mortality risk. Well, I certainly don't think it's right to conclude that, quote, exercise ages you faster, as the New York Post would lead you to believe. That's a bit sensationalist based on these results. However, it is clear that based on this pretty strong data set and a study design that controlled for various confounding factors, long-term physical activity may not have the robust risk reductions observed in other prospective studies. Are we healthier because we're more active or are we more active because we're healthier? This paper suggests that the latter is true, but I think it's both. Health and physical activity reinforce one another. Sure, we have to have a baseline of health in order to get physically active in the first place. And let's be frank, some people are more naturally wired to enjoy physical activity. But once you do become active, your health starts to improve, and that motivates you to become even more active and make healthier lifestyle choices. By all accounts, whether due to reverse causation or something else, physical activity is beneficial for healthy aging and longevity, even if the benefit is modest, as suggested by this study. Don't let some media headline tell you otherwise. If you're interested in reading more on this post, or posts like it, visit bradyholmer.substack.com, where I write weekly about health, science, nutrition, and other topics. Thanks for listening.